Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or wherever you may be. You are tuned in to the Vitamin D Podcast, and I am, of course, your host, Dawn Day, here to um, guide you on a journey to knowing yourself, to living your best life, to living life on purpose and for a purpose. Now, today I've been thinking about what it means to uh, be in the world. Like, what do we bring when we walk, exist, live amongst others? Do we bring joy? Do we bring peace? Do we bring kindness? Do we bring mercy? Or um, do we bring doubt? Do we bring confusion? Do we bring negativity? Or perhaps maybe we bring something in between those two spectrums. I don't know, but it is something that we must ask ourselves. See, I ask these questions to help clarify even for myself what I bring into the world each and every day. Now, some of you may know that I have life tattooed in my mouth and it serves as a reminder of the very essence of my being. And that is that my name is Dawn Day and I speak life. That's what I do. But also every day I know that I have to make a choice in how I choose to show up in the world. I have to choose to be positive. I have to choose to be optimistic. I have to choose to be kind. I have to choose to show mercy. I have to choose to live my best life on purpose and for a purpose. And I don't say it like it's going to be easy, but when it comes down to it, we have to realize that we have the power to create the lives that we want. We have the power to create the environment that we choose to exist in. We have the power to show up, to exist to be, to flourish, to ignite, to edify in our best self. But we can only do that when we choose to show up to live our best life. Okay, I know that was a lot, but I say all this to say because I'm so excited about who's coming on this episode right now. And I'm talking none other than Grammy award-winning recording artist, singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, author, actor, dad, and I would even venture to say poet, Anthony Hamilton, ladies and gentlemen. Now listen, this was a very nostalgic moment as we were going through the process of booking Anthony because it just took me back to my days at Howard University and Anthony was like that soundtrack. The point of it all, Charlene, Sister Big Bones. Oh my gosh. So you can imagine this moment, but I also say all this because so I sat down to talk with Anthony about his latest single, Mercy, uh, what it means to be a man, how to paint a picture with music, and of course, what it means to have and to show mercy in our lives. So without further ado, it's time for your dose of vitamin D. Get your vitamin D right here with me and get excited about your life. Hello, Black King. How are you, Queen? I'm doing well. I'm doing well that I'm speaking to you. I appreciate that. I like the love. I like how I started off. It's nothing but a reciprocal thing because um, you were kind of the soundtrack to my year in college, okay? At Howard University. So this is a turn back. And, you know, I'm so, I'm so, did I say I'm so? I'm so excited to dive in. To talk about this track, Mercy, that you're releasing, to give a glimpse over your catalog, but more importantly, Mm. Mr. Hamilton, we're going to dive into the inspiration um, behind this music because I think 
it's the soundtrack that I think carries your voice. You hear me? I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And I have to yeah. definitely thank Paige uh, for linking us up. And I'm so excited. So um, you doing all right? I am. I'm good. I'm in Atlanta uh, in the studio with Jermaine Dupree and uh, Eric Bellinger came through today. Oh, yeah. So we're in here going ham. I saw your IG. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. saw so, your IG and I was sitting there. You uh, didn't tell me what. You didn't tell me you want what. Tell me, Anthony. Huh? What you talking about? <laughs> oh no, I don't know. What you talking about? <laughs> but let's let's talk about some things that we we can talk about. And you know, okay. I was sitting here. I was talking to a friend and listening to your music. Uh, it reminds me of a a, a dark liquor, a drink. Like maybe a yeah, cognac yeah. or a whiskey. Now you talk about something. <laughs> now you talking about it now. Go What's your here. drink? What's your drink? My drink. Uh, I like a little bourbon. Bourbon makes you do things that other drinks don't. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like a good bourbon, a good whiskey, uh, whether it be American whiskey or, or, or um, you know, Something, something from afar. It's, it's just a good drink. It's, it's a man's drink. Mm. A good old whiskey bourbon or something. You know what I'm talking about? A bourbon. Oh, you saw how deep it. Bourbon. And that's what I, I feel like. Even when we talk about the drink, that's what I feel like your music does. It's like that, that smoky, feel good, safe, sweet. I'm with my people kind of thing. Yeah, and, and that's what it should feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it should feel like. You know, I, I think, uh, you know, when you can resonate with, with things that remind you of your, of yourself, the dark, that dark brown, that gravy, that that, that Come on. piece of golden cornbread. Come on. You know, that silky cabbage. All, you know, all that stuff just kind of sound like music, don't it? You're making me hungry, you know. That was oh, another man. thing I got to oh, thank wow. you. I had to come in here and edify you because... It was because of um, Sister Big Bones. You told me I was beautiful. Of course. You're still me, beautiful. Thank you. And yeah. enjoying my curves. And I think that's what I love about this. And I don't know if you had a glimpse to know, but vitamin D is about that. Vitamin D, yeah. this podcast is about shedding light. And it's a pun off of my name, Dawn Day. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's awesome. I love it. And so I'm going in there and I'm diving. And as I go into the music and the lyrics, I can't help but wonder, even as you start now, you grew up in North Carolina, North Kakalaki, as they say. Yeah, Charlotte, North Kakalaki. Charlotte, North Kakalaki. What made you take a chance on your dreams? I had to. It was just so deep. It was living. It was starting to live its own life inside. So I, I had to go with it, you know. I had to tend to it. I had to make sure that I took it to the city, to the big city, the New York City, and um, allowed it to grow. And uh, it birthed a man, and, and the music birthed some stories. So it was just, it was just who I was supposed to be from the beginning, from the womb, even before the womb. When I was put in the womb, I was put in there with music. Come on. And it never left. Come on. And now you're singing your song. I'm singing my song all night long. Yeah. I wanted you to add in there to the break of dawn. <laughs> to the break of dawn. Oh. Dawn day, dawn day, dawn day. Oh, yeah. Oh, 
Oh, <laughs> thank you. Um, and so I guess I talk about that a lot because people don't realize, you know, what the push came through. And I think this push that I'm going to discuss is going to lead up to the single that brought you mm-hmm. where you are right now entitled Mercy. But coming up to, to New York, a lot of people... Um, don't necessarily take heed to that of the, the, the plight, I guess, of a black man. And, and understanding that, you know, coming from a, a family down in North Karakalaki, you know, a farm, you know, where you really yeah. had to go out there and strive. I don't know if people oftentimes see the adjustment and the shift <laughs> and understanding why some things may have seemed like a ditch or a rock or, or, or a, a stem in the way was actually a stepping stool or something to propel them forward. And I guess I just wanted to get some more insight as an encouragement as to why that is so in your life. You know, I've been, I've encountered a lot. I've, I've seen a lot. I've experienced a lot. And, uh, you know, I, I learned to take those moments that seem like ditches and uh, branches and things that seem like it was obstruction to my view and uh, look through them. That was a different color. That was a different shade and hue. Um, if you use those things and I, I learned how to paint with it, uh, with my pen. And, uh, you know, I use it as leverage. I didn't I didn't allow it to create fear and a barrier between me and where I was going, Um, you know, so I learned I learned to use the things that 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 were tangible and sometimes it would be pain. Sometimes it'd be happiness. Uh, Those things started to create a new fabric and uh, that fabric became music. Oh, and the way it's knitted. Up and down and all around and splashed with different colors. And like you said, that painted your life. And realizing those moments, it can comfort, it can protect, it can shield. It also is a way that you express your personality. And so um, when we're thinking about that, painting the music, right? Mm -hmm. I'm wondering when you got to this point and, and, you know, I'm pulling off one of your hit singles. What's the point of it all? The point of it all is I love you. Love is the point of it all. That's the reason, that's the ingredient, that's the thing that sustains you, that's that's a, that thing that uh, motivates you and encourages you. Um, it's the reason, it's the reason why we call and make sure you got, did you get home okay? Mm-hmm. Um, how was work? Mm-hmm. Uh, how you feeling? Mm-hmm. Uh, are you cramping bad, baby? Is there anything I can get you? Um, you know, that's what, that's what it's about. That's what a man do. He, you know, he, he, he tried to do that, be there for that. And you know what I think is so amazing is that um, you speak so much about what it means to be a man. Stepping mm-hmm. up to be a man, being a father of six sons. And even taking a glimpse, I was watching um, your series you did with uh, Mr. Harvey for Mentoring Mondays. And okay, you admitted yeah. yourself that you said, wait a minute, I grew up without a father. Yeah. But yet you can still stand boldly in your manhood and express your emotions the way you do. How is that yeah. so? You know, you can't harbor bitterness and you can't expect for someone, even your father, your mother, you can't expect for them to be perfect. You can't expect for them to be what your idea of them should be. Um, people can only be who they are um, and, until they change. But People are always pretty much honest in their moment, you know, whether they're messed up or disconnected Mm -hmm. or uh, just not interested. 
that's who they are at that moment. And, uh, you know, me and my father now are really cool. We've been cool for maybe, wow, maybe 16 years or so. Like, we talk a lot. Uh, he, you know, I don't hold no, I don't ask him why he wasn't, what happened in those moments. I could care less. As long as he's, he's healthy, he, I love him, and he loves me. And, you know, you go from where, you go from, I like to go from where it's comfortable, where it's, it's pure and it's beautiful. Mm. And I don't have to go back to that place. Not for that. Not to, not to have a relationship with him. I appreciate you birth him, help to birth me. And, uh, yeah, you, you're going to be my father. Just not holding grudges, learning to let love uh, flower your life. And, uh, yeah, I think a lot of people want to just hang on to stuff so they can have something to do. Come on. Or hang on, have an excuse to, to be in a, in, a, in a mood or a funk or to hold something against somebody. Find a way to love that person in spite of uh, their flaws. Um, you know, and sometimes it's not easy. Because each situation is different. Each uh, everybody has a different story. Things happen to people. People are hurt. People are physically harmed, and you know, so they have a different um, attitude, and that's a different uh, depth of a pain that sometimes we don't understand. So I get it, but but the the, the, the minute I can I can choose peace, that's what I want. Amen. Which is perfect to which we're about to segue to. Because even mm-hmm. what you said, despite that your father not being there, it sounds like you granted him a bit of mercy, right? A little mercy. Just a little bit. Oh, lot. <laughs> and I love that because it's one thing to talk about something. Mm-hmm. But it's another thing to walk, to live, to truly mm-hmm. reside in it. Yeah. And to know when we understand about a backbone of what a father is and to say, I'm not looking at what yesterday because it is the accepting and now because now is what we have the gift in which we are to present it to one another. Mm-hmm. You've allowed yourself to free up to receive. Exactly. So let's talk about this track, Mercy. You mentioned with your father <laughs> that it was about an understanding of who he is right now. We am valuing now but yet understanding perhaps what he's gone through. Talk to me about this track, Mercy, you have. Mercy, uh, it's a man uh, who stands vulnerable and and open, not weak by no means, uh, but this vulnerable man who's not afraid to expose um, that that place where he cries, where he, he, he yearns and he, you know, and... And, and he, you know, he, he has fears and certain things. Um, allowing people to to see that place. Uh, I think sometimes people look at a man as, as this, this cement shell. Um, but we, we have feelings. Yes. We, we worry about things like providing for our family, um, you know, protecting our kids, um, being a husband, being a wife and a father. These are the things that we... we we, uh, we have on our mind a lot. So sometimes we need a little mercy. Sometimes we need a little forgiveness. Sometimes we need a little love, a little more love. Um, so it speaks, it speaks from that, from that perspective. And you say, you know, until, until you walk through my shoes, 
You can never ever sing my blues. Oh, never sing my blues. Until you felt the pain of a broken man. Mm. Then and only then can you understand. Anthony, you know what you sound like you're saying? You asking for somebody to see you. <laughs> Have a little mercy. Have a little mercy. It's a beautiful record, and it and it features Tamika Mallory, who's uh who's been a, a an amazing um just amazing soldier out here fighting for justice and uh, being being the voice for for so many people and uh, standing up for men and women of color. And I felt her spirit was in the place where where she could speak to me. And encourage me, and that's what she does in the beginning of the song, and uh, and then it goes into such a a beautiful testimony of a man. She says, "I'm not your enemy, I'm your energy." Yeah. What? You know, I was in this house and I started screaming, right? Because <laughs> yeah. I said, "What?" And yeah. it, it goes back to me even falling in love with your music for all of these years because it's just about edifying. And we talk about edifying. It's just being a reflection of the light. Yeah. And you said, we just need a little love. And I'm thinking to myself, well, in listening to this track of talking about all the things that have been carried and it's saying, hey, no one's not saying that, oh, I shouldn't be carrying it. It's just saying, see me as I carry it. Exactly. And if I stumble and if I'm late with, to where you think I should be or, 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 or to your time that you had me appointed to, just know that I was carrying something and I may have stumbled along the way, but don't count me out. And, uh, you know, understand that, that, you know, being a man is sometimes... He has to deviate and he has to, you know, to pick himself up when people don't think that he should fall. Um, because, like I said, people picture a man, the true meaning of a man is someone who's always strong, who's always uh, resilient and uh, who doesn't cry. But real men cry. Real men. Uh, yeah, yeah. I cry on stage. I don't I don't hold it back. My fans know it. If I feel it, if it hits me, I I do it right there. That's so interesting. And it's powerful. It's Isn't powerful. It? Yeah, it's powerful. It's, it's beautiful. Um, it's I guess essentially it's kind of like uh, being a light anyhow. Of just saying essentially, um, a light isn't bothered about being blocked. Mm. It doesn't matter who sees it shine. Mm-hmm. The only purpose is to be seen. And like you said, it's so easy to carry, to cover, and to block. But to sit yeah. there and to expose and to stand there, that's another story. That's another dimension. And I'm just wondering, how how is it that, one, if you don't have a representation of a black man, mm -hmm. how does one carry being strong and vulnerable at the same time? I think being honest in those moments, those true moments, um, you you know, and being okay and, and being secure in those moments will help you develop, you know, the true meaning of, of being a man. You start to feel like, okay, I'm vulnerable. I feel this. 
I'm okay and I'm surviving through it. So that strength in surviving and making it through. And, and you know, and you start to develop these characters and characteristics and and, and textures to, to who you are. Um, and you see yourself growing in certain ways. And when you identify your growth, that takes you to another level of, of becoming a man. Um, and then you start to be responsible and start to take care of that growth. And then as you grow more, you be more responsible. There you are. You, you starting to create your own image of a man. Um, that's true to you. Um, and then sometimes you see uncle, uncle June, or, or granddad, big, big daddy Rob. Or, yeah. and like, you know what? I think I'm starting to look like him and act like him. I must be a man now. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's always nice when you can um, see that reflection and to know yeah. that you've grown more. But it's so interesting. And I think um, sometimes people kind of disregard it to walk in your th- authority and to have dominion over your life. Mm-hmm. Because it's a promise that's guaranteed, but it's something that I've heard you say countless times in interviews about knowing who you are, going yeah. further and where you're going. Just like you said multiple times here, I'm not looking back. So I can't keep counting what happened yesterday, the day before yeah. that, and why that propelled or somehow uh, hindered me from going where I am going right now. But it's interesting that what I see when I see a black man oftentimes is that there's no room to be. When I, as a woman who I've never been in any type of trouble with the law, having gotten <laughs> held back, when I can stand out on the street and I hear the police and I'm getting nervous because I'm standing next to black men, that's only one plight that one has to, to carry. And here I am, because I got to be strong to look after your back. Who do I lean on? And I think just looking at society today, that's what I see. A misunderstanding. Yeah. Yeah. Being misunderstood. A black man has been misunderstood so many times. Um, And when you misunderstand something, you fear it. And uh, I think that's what the outside races and people who don't who don't understand uh, who we are um, start to fear us and you know want to destroy us or take us out get rid of us and, and then you have the envy of how amazing we are how powerful and creative and just beautiful we are our full lips wide nose strong back uh yeah, so that's a lot. We have to. It's a lot. We we we've, um, we have to face a lot. So, what would you say? Um, what do you see right now? We've had so much. You see the the movements that Tamika Mallory is doing. We've seen <clears throat> the, the widespread of what the life of George Floyd has done. When we see the likes and the hopes of what Kamala Harris is doing in the White House, what do you <clears throat> see the state of America now? And what do you hope mercy brings? We have so much work to do, um, Kam- Kamala Harris and, and uh, so many others, me, you, we all have a lot of work to do. We have to start to create uh, value amongst ourselves and uh, to know that th- that value is just as special as any other race. I think uh, we start to govern ourselves and accordingly and uh, treat ourselves treat ourselves 
with dignity mm-hmm. and uh, and not put responsibility on, on old white men to uh, to save us, um, to be our own saviors. Um, but but this song would be the soundtrack to somebody getting to that place where they can feel okay to, to go there and to treat yourself with mercy. Yeah, treat yourself with mercy and and, and see the value in, in you. Camilla, uh, it, it'll be nice to have someone there close to close to the home base and uh, somebody who can speak that talk. Uh, hopefully she stays uh, connected. Um, you know, people ridicule her about her past, um, but we all, you know, We've all done something that we weren't so proud of. Exactly. Then we grow, and uh, so now, just allow her to be in her new in her newness. Um, maybe this song will bring peace to someone, or wake something up in someone, or remind somebody that you know. Although I didn't see where you were coming from, what you were going through, I think I understand now. The song connected me to it. And, uh, yeah, maybe they'll play it in the White House. Why not? Why not? (laughs) And that's when I look at you and I I just look at your career. I look at your messaging. And it's a career that I say, why not? Because when you talk about just being authentically you, speaking to edify, speaking to uplift, speaking in the sense of a black man, speaking as a black man without a father, you know, just more so of being a black man who understands and in many cases, overstands to know where we're going. To know how we're doing it. And so I just think it's so powerful because in this day and age, we need to understand. And when Tamika was in the beginning of this track and she sang, see me, and all that you're saying is, until you see me. See me where Mm. I'm coming from. See me where I'm going. And I hope that this track becomes kind of like the... The, the, the soundtrack to the beat of America's heart. Because yeah. whether it's mercy for that child, whether it's mercy for that black man, that black queen, you know, um, for, for the struggling uh, cousin, uncle, friend, just hold on and have a little mercy for us so that we can see what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And although we haven't necessarily got to it yet, by the time this interview is going to be aired, you're going to have performed <laughs> at the Bounce Awards. Tell us a little bit about why your involvement is so important. You know, just being a representation of what I feel um, we are um, through my music, uh, through the way I walk and father and carry myself. Um, it's always important to, to show, to plant a seed for someone, for someone's child. Come on. You know, to be that father figure, to be that man, that that voice, that writer, that author. Um, it's so important and to have a stage like that to share it on. Um, it's special, you know. Music connect you to people and things and and, and moments and create memories. And uh, maybe I can help make somebody's memory uh, special. Well, you sure did mine <laughs> many times over. And it makes me wonder, like, who inspires you? <laughs> Everybody. I'm, I'm, I'm connected to all that's beautiful and pure. Uh, 
and even some stuff that's not so beautiful, there's, there's still something in it that I could, uh, I could appreciate. Um, yeah, just, just waking up with gratitude. Come on. It's inspiring. Um, my kids, they love on me. My friends, they see me and appreciate me. Um, but who kept you through those low moments? My Lord, my Lord, and my prayers. Come my, on. And, you know, my Savior does. Um, having, yeah, and I have solid, solid friends and people that I can go to who really understand, like, okay, even though he's just a so-called entertainer, he's still a man. He still needs a place to, uh, a safe place to be and land. And, you know, they allow me to do that. And I go in there and lay down. But, you know, we hear that when we talk about comfort and we talk about being self, you know, I listen to the Clark sisters a lot and they have this Mm -hmm. song like no matter the winds may come your way, but I'm just resting in my father's hands. It's that same testament of your saying of sometimes you just got to let go. Black man, you ain't got to hold everything. I see you. Yeah. And and for, for men to really hear that and believe it. It'll take a lot of pressure, blood pressure and everything else to go down, you know, because we feel like we have to hold it all and do it all. Why? And women need to not put that pressure on a man. I think when we all hold uh, hold up, I end the bargain and, 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 and take care of what we're supposed to take care of. It balances the weight on the other. Now, what you mean the woman puts uh, the pressure is there an expectation? Yeah, it's, it's okay to have expectations. That's mm-hmm. that's good, as long as they're balanced, and as long as you're not expecting something from some from from your spouse or partner that that you're supposed to do as well. I think a lot of times unbalanced expectations uh, are unhealthy, and uh, you know we put our stuff on other people, men and women. And, uh, yeah, one example is, you know, I don't, I, I'm not supposed to be your happiness. Ooh. I'm supposed to add to your happiness. Come on. You need to have your own happy. You need to have your own joy. And uh, don't expect for me to be that because, you know, I'll never be consistent with what you feel it should be and how it should be delivered. When you have your own, you can dictate and have it and have control of it. It's yours. And you share yours and we connect ours together. It's more peace because we're not wasting energy on expectations. We, 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 we have, we have the power to create our own um, happiness. It, it belongs to us. So we're not looking out for it. Oh my gosh. And when you're looking for your happiness in somebody else, you, you become, I think you become more judgmental. Come on. But you're looking for something to point the finger at. Ah, I want to be happy, but that don't look like it. Ah, I don't like that. That shirt ain't, I don't like that shirt on you. I don't, I don't like the way you said that. I don't, I don't want to watch this. I don't want to do. So, so you, you know, we start nick, nick picking and creating moments uh, of discomfort. But when you have your, like I said, you have your own joy. You All you want to do is be around that person and just enjoy it. Come on. 
Wait a minute. Oh, wait. Did you hear what you just said? Hold on, Anthony. Wait a minute. You said you talked about the joy, right? Because that's the everlasting mm-hmm. stay happy is forever fleeting joy. And you said mm-hmm. when you give with the other person, you enjoy them, right? But then as a double yeah. entendre, you're in yeah. joy. Joy. Stop exactly. playing with me. <laughs> is that what you came to do? Go ahead now. <laughs> On purpose. I love that you said that because I think oftentimes when we have those expectations that you talked about, and I think it's just so on target with even just your line of music because it's about that love and it's about that relationship, right? When we come in, like you said, that expectation, I'm coming to take. But what if I just came to give and to edify? Imagine that like, just like you said, there's no such thing as, oh, I have to because I'm lacking. I'm open because I'm ready to receive. I'm open because I'm ready to give. And like you even said in the song, until love, if God is love, just the imagery of love is always open. Mm-hmm. The light doesn't try to stop where it's going to be shining. Like you said, yeah. like the synergy is like a flow and it's like the evolution of like the sun. It's just the circular motion from me to you, you to me and me to you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. <laughs> Thank you. And I hope you continue. And I, I pray that you continue uplifting with your music because we need to make sure we have more artists like you on the playing field that talks about the wellness, that talks about the vulnerability. But more important, that that speaks to music that we can all feel. Because when I'm getting in smoky roots, I can taste my chicken, I can taste my cornbreads, I can taste my collard greens. Oh, girl. Uh-huh. Dip, dip that bread in some brown liquor. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you better oh, stop. <laughs> oh, but since we're talking about food, and uh, I understand that you got a book. Yes, it's called Cornbread, Fish, and Collard Greens. And uh, it goes behind the music. It tells the story of the songs and the relationships and uh, the journey um, from a young child, a young boy, to, to a man, and how these songs became... Uh, what they are and what you hear today. Yes. And there's some recipes. Yeah, there's recipes in the book. It's about six or seven recipes. Oh, you trying to uh, feed me? Feed the hell out of you. <laughs> hey, your watch tight. Your oh. watch will be tight. <laughs> you know, there's some recipes. Uh, there's some scriptures. There's some amazing photos um, that I took just for the book. Um, it's a really great uh, coffee table book. It's a great read. It's a it's, it's a short read, but it's a powerful one. It's very raw and vulnerable, and uh, as a matter of fact, it's 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 something. So, when you mention pictures, are you a photographer? No, um, you know I can capture some stuff, but um, no, nah. I I have good vision. Uh, Come on, and. Uh, I see something. I know when it's beautiful. Um, I know where it should be placed. And, uh, yeah. But nah, I ain't a photographer yet. (laughs) Becoming and entering. I'm still growing. Yeah, I'm still growing. And uh, you mentioned scripture. I I one that I love scriptures. I love quotes. What is Mm -hmm. a scripture, like my scripture that I love? I have a couple, but, well, two. Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you. Mm. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope in the future. And then I have, because I actually have life tatted in my mouth. I love Habakkuk 2, 2. Death and life are mm. the power of the tongue. Mm. 
You want to see? I'm loving this moment. I do this each time. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. So, but it's to do everything that your music does is to speak life. Yeah. So, <laughs> what's the scripture that speaks life into you? You know, I like doing to others. I, I think it keeps everything in its, you know, proper place. Um, and that can embody so much. You know, I love you. Um, so then, in return, you know, I have a better chance of you loving me. Mm. I feed you. So in return, you you'll feed you, you'll feed me, or you'll feed someone else. Um, I just think I think when when we have that power and we have access to, to create um, an outcome and we acknowledge it, I think it's something that's so powerful. People don't really hear or you know really know how important that is. What you mean, like the power to create the life that you want? What do you mean? Create the life that you want, the the reaction that you want, the anything, anything. I think when you put good in, in into something, it comes back, and uh, that's what I like. I like to plant those seeds, watch them grow, and just keep giving and giving and giving love and giving love and giving love. I think that, uh, yeah, that keeps me keeps me humble. Mm. Yeah, it keeps me humble. It makes me feel beautiful to be able to uh, to treat someone special, to treat someone how I treat myself, how I love me, how I love you the same way. And when you talk about that, I talk about something called your life bank account. And it's, mm. it's, it's that understanding how you are your greatest asset. Mm-hmm. And when you talk about treating, we have to define that there are deposits versus liabilities. I'm making a deposit. I'm making a withdrawal. Mm-hmm. And I love what you said because you said this earlier on. You said, hey, my music depicts that of the joy, the light, but mm-hmm. also that of the dark. But in everything you said and in the acceptance of now walking who you are now because you're able to love who you are, you see yes. the battle or not the battle, but the balance of the yin and the yang. I love that. You have to have it. You know, with balance comes peace. And uh, there's a lot of healing that can go on in this peace. But it's scary, Anthony. We People say that all the time. Here's the thing that people I don't think realize. People say, oh, take a moment to heal. But just as though if you were to fall right now and you were to scratch your leg, right? You're holding it. You remember as a little kid, whether you were out there running there. Put your nails around it. Guess what? The only way that scab is going to come, because if you leave that Band-Aid on the whole time, it's going to stay wet. And when you take that Band-Aid off, guess what? There's a tingling. There's a hurting sensation when it's healing, right? Yeah. And it hurts to move. People forget that part when they talk about healing. Yeah. Yeah, you have to expose the wound, like you said. And, uh, <clears throat> but it doesn't stay a wound to, forever. It does if you keep it, if you keep it covered. Whew! Wait, and what you say, Mercy, you said, can you see me? Because you were uncovering. I had to bring that back. <laughs> Look at you. Come on now. 
And you know what I also appreciate about what you said, too? It reminds me of a quote that I've always lived by. And yeah. it's entitled, uh, what allows a diamond to shine are the multitudes of cuts that have been placed within it. Because just like you said, whatever wound, like you said, if there was that ditch, that was that stick, that was that muddy road, that was that little uh, pothole in the road, you realize that's nothing but a slash. Is it depression? Is it lack of my father? Is it obesity? Is it working too hard? But when you decide to uncover, hello, somebody, and that diamond, because of all that pressures that came, decides to yeah. step into the light, you better shine. Better. And Mr. Hamilton, you shining out here. I appreciate it. Uh, I hope to keep it polished. <laughs> and you are. And I want to thank you so much for um, shedding some of your light, not only about who you are as a man, but a man who is open in vulnerability and taking accountability for so many black men out there. I'm here to serve and uh, I hope I hope it, it makes makes it better uh, for so many people. So thank you for allowing me to have it. Thank you for the platform and uh yeah, let's do it again. Let's do it. And you know what? You spoke that, but uh, it may be sooner than later that we will actually be connecting again. I'm going to speak that right now. We're working on a few things. So it. It, it should be it should be amazing. So um, thank you so much. And uh, I appreciate you. Have mercy on me. I sure will, Miss Day. Thank yes. you. You got it. <laughs> yeah, Miss Day. Dawn Day. Dawn Day all day, every day. Thank you. Thank you, beautiful. I appreciate it. That was good, right? I'm, I'm so grateful for this conversation with Anthony because it's not every day, or at least for me, that I think about the complexities and the vulnerabilities of being a man. And I just keep thinking back to the Tamika Mallory poem that opens up in the song Mercy. And you know what I think about? I think about the choice that she had to make to say that she would stand beside black men as a black woman in the space of trying to survive and thrive in this world. She even had a moment where she said, I'm not your enemy, I'm your energy. What? Come on, come on. And you know, I, I was thinking about the choices that we all make to build and maintain our relationships and grow as people. I think about how you need to make deposits in your life bank account and then pay into others' life bank accounts so that you can pay it forward and so on and so on. You see how that energy go? I'm not your enemy, I'm your energy. And energy doesn't stop, it just keeps flowing. That's why you got to let the E go. You got to let the energy go. You got to let the energy flow. You see what I'm saying with vitamin D, how each and every time that I uncover new things. Okay, back to it. We let that energy flow because we are all interconnected. And I'll acknowledge it that there's more layers that sit on top of it. But at its base is where the pyramid is the strongest and the most sturdy, hence the foundation. You understand? The foundation. And it's creating habits of choosing to show love to ourselves and others that brings out the best in us and you and we and all together. So if that felt good and uh, you can even use some more mercy in your life, Make sure you keep up with Anthony Hamilton and what he has going on. And you can do so by following him on social media at Hamilton Anthony on Twitter and Anthony Hamilton Official on Instagram. You can catch his latest single, Mercy, on your favorite music streaming service. As always, you can catch us here in your phone or whichever smart device you fancy each and every Monday with more inspiring conversations and insights. And guess what? <laughs> if you 
are looking to get even more vitamin D in your life, I want you to follow me at Dawn Day Speaks on Instagram and Twitter. And until next time, always remember, you are your greatest asset. <laughs>